Welcome to Demo Words Podcast. My name is Carl Clark, Physician Associate. We're diving into another exciting topic. Obviously, with these exciting topics, it's going to be financial stability. Why are we as men remaining poor? What is keeping us from making money, sustaining money, having money, having money for the future? I have my good friend with me, Junior Kander. He's here. And Junior, what do you think in a nutshell, which is a very broad topic, Yeah. why do you very think broad. men are struggling to keep up their finances 20s, 30s, 40s, 50-year-olds? Ah, good question. Men spend money that they don't have. They're already prepared to spend money they didn't make. So we're talking about overuse of credit overuse cards? Overuse of credit cards, overuse of... Uh, just just a lot of things in general just doing extra things that you don't actually need to do to please anyone a lot of this stuff is pleasing other people it's not but, but who are they stuff. pleasing pleasing we, women we know that women compete with other women am i right yeah is that a true statement yeah but who do men compete with do men compete with other men or do men compete with themselves men compete with themselves to get women's attention and in order to do that you got to spend money is it the right money you're spending? Because half the time, these women that you're spending the money at with, after a while, they don't want you anymore because you don't have enough money to sustain their lifestyle. All right. So in this episode, this is not really an episode on financial stability. You know, I'm not a financial expert. Junior's not a financial expert. Definitely so we're not, not really talking about how, how to grow financially. But what I'm going to give is... My insight on how I went from overspending and really not having any money to having enough that I can take care of myself and my family. I'll tell you one thing. Here's a quick tidbit, and hopefully, uh, Junior, you will remember and others will remember. You know, the lion, right? The king of the jungle, which in my opinion isn't really the king of the jungle, but the king of the jungle, the lion, um, that lion was spent the entire season, the entire they will spend the entire mating season having sex several months while eating very little. And that's what we as men do. We take all of our energy, our resources, spend all of that to attract the right woman. Most of the time, we don't attract the right woman. We attract many different types of women. But we spend all of our money on dinners and dates. And most of the time, we're going after the wrong girl for our life. True. Very much so. Um, because when a woman cares about you, even if you have nothing, she'll help you get to your you know, common goal together. But... Then the ones that you're spending all this money on, they don't really care about you. They just care about what you're spending and how much money they can get out of you. And once you see that picture being built, you as a person has to, you know, take yourself away from it. Sometimes it's hard, but yeah, it's better for you in the long run. I'll tell you a quick, a quick story. Pretty funny, but quick story. You know, there was this once wealthy businessman who dated many, many girls. And so it boiled down to three girls he was thinking of marrying and having for the future mother of his children. So he said, well, let me give a test. I will give the first girl 
10,000 rubies. Let her go out and see what she does with that within a three-month period. He gave his second girlfriend 5,000 rubies. Let's see what she's going to do with that and what she brings in. I'd give the third girl only 500 rubies and let's see what she's going to do with that. Three months goes by and the girl he gave the most, 10,000 rubies, came back and said, well, I saved this for us so that if we ever have a bad day, we have $10,000. This is our nest egg and this is here to build our family and I showed you that I didn't spend any of it. Okay. The second girl whom he gave 5,000 rubies, she said, well, I spent some of this to invest. However, I kept most of it for our stability. I put half in the bank, half in getting a brand new apartment for us to live in so we can start our family because I care about you and I care about us. And the girl that he only gave 100 rubies to, she went out, she invested half of that, she worked the rest of the time. She opened a small business on the side, made more than that 500 rubies, actually came back with a few thousand rubies. So this gentleman now says, wow, I have three different girls who did three different things. And at the end of the day, whom did he choose? He chose the one with the bigger boobs. This goes to show you how men think. Yeah. This is what men think. Yeah. And, and therefore, men don't typically look for a woman who is financially stable and, and have the acuity to bring more money through the door. Men generally look for what is appealing to, to their, their eyes. eyes. Yeah, and that's totally true. But we have to start thinking different because we're going for the long haul. And the long haul, you need someone that's going to help you instead of you just helping them. Right. But but here's here's the thing. We compete with ourselves. We compete with other men. We want the better car, the better house. We want so much more. And we put so much resources in the struggle, in the hustle. We put a lot of resources into going after the things that we don't really need for our life. How many times have you gone on, in, on uh, Amazon and bought something because you like the idea of having it and owning it? Um, not many times. Most times I actually think about what I buy off Amazon and buy it for a purpose. Is that now? Or did you always do that? I always do that. And that's, uh, that's something that I'm, I, I think most people just don't look at Amazon and see something and buy it. See what purpose it's going to be for you. If it's not a purpose, just don't buy it because you like it. Okay. That's just Was that your mindset at 25? At 25, I was always a guy that, you know, look at my money totally different than my friends. I'm not, my friends call me a black Jew, and that's how I am. I've always been like that. I spend my money wisely, not into designer. I'll get one or two designer things in life, but I'm not a big, I had the... All right, BMW. so I, I don't know what you understand, you guys, but but this guy needs to have all of the most, all, all of the, the high-end merchandise, clothes and nah, shoes and everything negative. else. Can't see it in my class. Junior, I, I think sometimes we see ourselves in a higher light than we are or were. Yeah. And I tell you, Junior, I was the same in the same boat as you. We bought a lot of we bought a lot of high-end designer stuff because we wanted to look good and we want to look good for the girls. Never did. Junior, 
You could go to my closet to this day. I'm not talking about now. I'm talking about even back then. I didn't have the money, so I couldn't afford all the Louis and the Gucci. I didn't have the money. But you had some money. What money? I have a Louis belt that I bought ten years ago. I still have it. One Louis belt. One. All right, but my point is, and you have to agree with me, is that when we're younger, we put a tremendous amount of resources into the chase. Yes. Into the girls. Yes, but do we necessarily need it? We don't. If we understand the game, you don't need need it. A lot of people don't understand the game. That's why they do it. So now when you do it, you're competing with other people that are doing the same process as you. So do you really need it? No, you don't to get a girl. What message would you have? Because now you're you're you've reached an age where you're a lot wiser, you're older, uh, you have a stable career, uh, you have your home. You have your investments. What message would you give that younger guy, 25 or 30 years old, about what he should or shouldn't do to to get financially stable within the next couple of, uh, within the next decade? Within the next decade, if you're 25, if you're 20 right now, don't focus on the hustle. Don't, don't, not the hustle. Don't focus on the game. The game is a long game. You got to remember this. When you hit 35, you're seasoned, you understand what you want, and there's always going to be beautiful women out there. Remember, as a man, you have a longer longevity is finding relationships than a woman. So for you to get yourself together, take that time, get yourself together. You're not missing anything out there. The clubs, the partying, you're not missing none of that. Being there, done that. All of that is going to be there when you get 35 and you have a million, two million in your bank account. Yeah, today. That's the way you do it. Today, all of that is still there. Yeah. But can I tell you, I don't hate the clubs. I'm not out that late. I am focused on running my business, uh, making as much as possible for my family and for the future. But that stuff is still there. It's going to be there. The women are still there. It's going to be there. It's going to be always there. And there's going to be people that's always going to play the game. It's the few that's going to listen, then you'll have the upper hand when you get 35, 40, because now you have more to give. You're getting older, so your faces change, your body change, but you know, at the end of the day, what women look at? Money. Who has the most money to spend on that? Who has that? Now, I would say in a different term, they look at stability. And I, I this, and one of these, this was my, uh, you know, I, I always say, women, Women focus on the stability of the man, whether they're choosing to marry that guy or stay with that guy. I'm not talking about falling in love with the guy. I'm talking about spending the, making the decision to spend the rest of your life with that guy. Women are going to look at the financial stability, what kind of car, what kind of house, what kind of job are they doing. What are men going to do? A man can be driving riding his bicycle, sees another girl on the street doing whatever, the first thing that guy looks at is butt, boobs, and face. Yeah. Period. That's it. And therefore, when the guy I mentioned in my little joke decided to marry the guy with the biggest boobs, this is how we are taught by the male-dominated society. Not by every man, not by every man, but this is how we are taught. 
going to school that is what I was taught how many girls can you get how many girls can you have how many girls can you sleep with the prettiest girls you can have that is what I was taught I didn't grow up in a house with a male a dominant male figure I grew up with a single mom and there's only so much she can do to teach me as a as a young man yeah I grew up with a lot of males in my family so so I you grew up with a lot of men in your family yeah. and, and, and you felt that that altered or that changed or that helped the way you thought about money and relationships? Yeah, definitely. Because you see you see the difference um you see the difference in women, you see the difference in understanding how to take care of yourself as far as what you're spending, what you're putting out there versus you know, you just giving all your money to whoever comes along and, and makes you or or give you that smile every now and then. So you see the difference. You understand the difference. If you pay attention, you'll see that, you know, everything that glitters is not gold. You know, everything that shines is not a diamond. So you understand that at a very young age, if you have male figures in your life, that's actually going to take the time to explain it to you, which a lot of my uncles did. So, you know, at a young age, I wasn't really running after these women like a lot of people think that I was. Until this day, people think that I'm like this play guy, and and I really am not. I'm just one guy that understands that you know, looking your best, feeling your best, understanding who you are as a person will attract women regardless to if you say one word. So, so that harkens back to having the confidence. Um, looking your best, obviously, you reach a certain age, you need a little bit of work. You need a little bit of Botox, maybe a little bit of fillers, maybe a little bit of threads, maybe a little bit more of the gym, maybe really taking care of yourself in terms of your, your, your internal system, working out a little better, eating better, removing the sugar out of your life, removing the high, uh, the high uh, calorie diets, maintaining the proper fat diet. Uh, in your life, all of these scenarios must be maintained if you are becoming an older individual and you still want to look and feel confident. Yeah. And it's that confidence that people notice. Yeah. 100%. You know, I, I, I found that I don't have to be the biggest guy in the gym. You don't need to be. I just need to make sure that I look good and I feel good about myself. There's only selective women that like that. Absolutely. Just like this only selective, well, most men like a lot of things. So yeah. it's, it's, it's a little different when it comes to men. Yeah. It's a little different when it comes to men and, 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 the, and the selecting um, algorithm that men use to procure a, uh, a future mate. But I would say my message to men out there going between 25 and 30, 30 to 45, if your finances are not in order, you will struggle your entire life. Junior, give me a message for the guys out there. Take time to understand who you are. Take time to put your finances ahead of the game. The game is going to be always be there. Women are always going to be there. As we speak, there are beautiful women growing up every day and growing up to be beautiful women. So that's not something you're going to lose. That's always going it's to always going to be there. Yeah. Get yeah. your finances in order. Get yourself in order. Get something reliable that you could 
look back on and say, hey, you know, I'm comfortable with what I did for my life. That's it. All right, guys, this is Dhamma Words Podcast. We kind of veered off topic a little bit, and this is a little different than what we typically talk about, which is just audience and common beauty. But I feel beauty is within, beauty is on the outside, and also beauty is how you take care of yourself and the confidence you have within. We will talk a little later. Subscribe, you know, make, uh, add any comments that you may want us to discuss in the future. And I certainly will get back to all of you. Until next time, guys. Until next time.